Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. Only way to build long-term wealth is to own companies. For most of us, that means investing in good quality companies. To identify good quality stocks, we need to measure management performance. That is reflected in annual reports. Rahul Chauhan, today's guest, is both an operator, he owns a company, and a successful investor. So he has seen both sides of the table, so to speak. Today, we are going to discuss how to read annual reports and what are the signals we can pick from that. Hope you enjoy the conversations. Hello, Rahul. Welcome to the conversations. Let's start with your investing journey, Rahul. How did you start with this and what's your style of investing? Okay, so uh, Joseph, first of all, I'll let you know how my journey started. You know, I remember one incident where I asked my father, that what is the stock market after because he was he loved to watch news so and no one in our family ever invested in stock markets besides me till date right so he told me rahul if it's i don't know much about the stock markets but i know just one thing if the market is going up it's good for india and if it's not then it's not so good for india that's the only thing i remember right fast forward to my mba days I did my MBA from Ikfai Business School in Bangalore and luckily for me, everywhere, be it hostel, be it college, there were only uh, business news channels which were, uh, you know, playing on all the TV screens. So that's how my interest started rising again. And one fine day I spoke to my uh, roommate who was also a good investor at his point of time, right? So he explained that you can start with any amount of money. And that's where I told him, I have got 500 bucks with me. Can we start with that? He said, yes, but you need to have a DMAT account. So when I tried to understood, understand the complete process for a DMAT account, I found it painful, right? At that moment, I'm talking about almost 15, 16 years back. So he told me, I'll do one thing. You give me 500 bucks, I'll buy it on your behalf. And you tell me which are the names you want to buy. So I gave him 500 rupees. I gave him two company names. And I remember those company names. Names because you know when it's it's like your first love you never forget yes. things, correct so the first company was SpiceJet mm-hmm. and because I had a fascination towards aviation industry and the second company is I remember is Arvind Mills mm. right so these were the two company which he bought on my behalf I gave him five hundred and I told him that you need to divide two fifty rupees in both of them right. And one, one and a half years later, when we completed our MBA, he came back and gave me 500 rupees and said, Rahul, one company gave, uh, went down, another one went up. So total group money is actually 500 only. I said, okay, it's fine. Right. But that's how the whole story, you know, ignited in, in, in me. And that's where the whole story built up. Mm. Luckily for me, again, I had been quite lucky in multiple aspects, Joseph, uh, 2008-9 crash was very early in my life. People mm. have seen stock market crash only in 2020 in recent time, right? I've seen in my very early days, which was 2008-2009. I learned a lot of things there again. And that's where, from being a novice investor, I started to learn more about it. And that's how I became a long-term fundamental-based investor where I look for great companies. I look for great managements. I look for their business models, their cash flows. I buy them at 
fair prices and then i'm i hold them out i can still hold company i'm still holding a company which is almost 10 uh for the last 10 years in my portfolio i'm still willing to you know give another 10 years if it it keeps keeps on performing wonderful good journey and almost similar it's just that i started investing on my own rather than my friends but but uh as you said uh first i also invested in two companies one went up one went down and uh in the panic i sold the other one okay. and that's how you learn i mean that's how you 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 learn so which is good uh, rahul now let's talk about yeah let's talk about this you know annual reports and financial statements yeah. what's the significance of annual reports especially from a fundamental analysis mm-hmm. what's the significance of annual reports so it's like a watching a movie so if i if mm-hmm. i may ask which is your favorite hindi or a uh, you know indian movie i i am very old school uh i only know about tamil movies okay. i don't know about uh, bollywood movies okay uh, like you know some any of the kamala hasan movies would be my favorite movies so if if you see in the end there has to be a story which gets played out right mm mm so annual report is that end of the story mm. if you have selected a particular company you have done your initial research now you want to understand the whole story and the story comes mm. to an to an end only with the annual report so that's why annual reports become very important in your investing journey wonderful uh should i be a ca to understand annual reports no not at all uh, joseph i myself uh, i i did my hotel management and then i did my mba that too in sales and marketing you know and you don't have to be a finance guy or an accounting guy or a ca just to understand annual reports not at all Oh okay. Uh yes, like I mean initially my inhibition was I don't know anything about finance and but I once I started reading annual reports oh okay maybe I can understand but I still had even now I have this if only I understand financial statement if only I am a CA if only I have known finance little more MBA finance or or any other finance maybe I would uh, do more. So what are the key elements you look when you are reading through the annual reports okay the fun part about annual reports joseph is they run into multiple 100 pages right yeah so if you go ahead and check an annual report from in india indian energy exchange iex right it runs up more than 300 pages same story mm-hmm. with invest hours right so we need to really understand what are the things and what are the key elements which we need to look into into a particular annual report so there are few things which i have noted down right which i always look whenever i have to go ahead and invest and look into a particular company the first thing would be director's report it's very critical right what what are the md saying what is the ceo ceo saying about the company and the business right then i always look into management discussion and analysis then i go down and so it it, it comes with a complete uh, you know sequence sequence itself yes absolutely then i always look at the management salary are they within the limits and is the management spending its money on csr it's, it is very important aspect these are the five very important things you know numbers are always there always there you can look into numbers at various places but these key elements which are like more fundamental you'll get very good insights from there so these are the five important things which i always always look 
so rahul is it possible to find uh, hidden cockroaches from reading through the annual reports oh absolutely yes joseph i mean uh, annual report is something which will give you all the insights which you are looking for just to give you an example right uh, if you go ahead and just look into management discussion and analysis or director's report right if the if the company size is just under 200 500 crores in the in terms of market capitalization and these guys are talking about world economy and what's happening outside in the world i mean those guys should be focused on their business on the industry itself you don't have to talk about anything else which which indirectly means you are trying to point fingers if things are not in your uh, in in the right direction in your business to circumstances which are outside your control okay. right so th- that's not fair similarly if you just go ahead and check the management salary right the statutory limit says that it has to be within 5% of the net profit right but if it crossing year after year what is the reason that those guys are taking salary much more than what is the limit set by the government right similarly i also check what is the csr spend now the government has said that within the next 3 years you have to spend 2% of your net profits and they have given a good 3 year timeline and if a business is not even able to do that you are not able to find a good ngo where you can spend this kind of money you can actually go and go ahead and send it to prime minister relief fund that's quite easy mm. right mm. and if you are not doing that what is the reason behind it you know so if these are the very smaller things if you just have a look into it you'll get an idea that there are how many cockroaches are there and as warren buffet says there is never one cockroach in the closet there would be multiple of them you know i'll i'll give you just one another insight mm-hmm. you could also go ahead and check what kind of uh the the there certain companies which would have subsidiaries and they will give more business to the subsidiary right mm-hmm. why is it happening why the business is not going into the company which is actually listed right then you'll also see there are many management mdos the ceo were sitting in remuneration committee yeah why is it so that it ideally so it's an ideal situation ideally independent directors need to lead those uh, committees but if the md or the ceo is already sitting there it's not a good sign so these are the few things which from where you'll get to know easily if there are some 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 you know cockroaches within the closet or not okay uh, very valuable uh, insights uh, rahul now let's flip this yeah so yes these are the cockroaches but can i also find about the future possibilities and what the company is going to be in the future f- by reading through the annual reports yes and for that you have to go into the past because history always talks about future right mm. so if you go ahead and check their 2 3 5 years annual reports there has to be a story which get gets built up for example let's say a company has announced that they would be doing uh some capital expansion and they'll be putting up some money and they have earmarked a certain amount let's say 200 crores and it has they announced it in, in let's say year 2018-19 right mm. now you need to check in 1920 how much money was spent and if the company said and the management said they will able to build it up and up and running in next 3 years is it happening or not mm if it's happening if it's not happening why it's, it has not happened are there are these guys blaming to external external circumstances and are those circumstances even valid or not mm. 
right so even if you look at last two three years annual reports and just look at these kind of summaries you don't have to read each and every page you get a very fair idea so even if you look at those annual reports and then you read the current annual report you'll get a fair story building up if the story stays there it's perfect if it's not then you know that you need to move on ah good 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 so so one of the question that i had was also should we limit reading to the current annual report or should we look at the previous ones also you have you have kind of answered it that's a very good uh, phrase history always informs the future i'm go- i'm going to use that i'm going to borrow that and use it so it's it's very good now is like do you look at 2 uh, 3 years or even you look at a very long say for example 10 year kind of a track record you know all the all the big investors all the experienced investors always say that you need to look at least 10 years right but honestly and ideally we don't do that i don't do that mm. myself mm. you know I'm, and i'm admitting on the on an open platform i don't do that myself i usually look into just current years annual reports i get a fair idea about uh, you know mm. about the, 80% information i get from same years the current. right if there is something interesting which is happening then i'll definitely go ahead and check previous years annual reports so if you can check up to 3 years it's better if you can get up to 5 years perfect you'll get everything which you want to know about that particular business wonderful and also yeah. if you are a fundamental investor you will be tracking a company for a quite a long time you would be would have invested and you would know the story in a in a long term and as as yes. you rightly said you know some companies you are holding it for a very long time every year you have read that year's report alone over a long time you would you would be able to uh, find that particular story that is forming and 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 so on and so forth yeah that's true now yeah you want to add anything uh, rahul yeah so it it's it's like a, you know it when there are movies which come the, you will you'll see certain movies which will have part 1 part 2 part 3 yeah. right? though those stories is not getting connected what's the mm-hmm. use of that particular piece for example if you have seen bahubali 2 and you have not seen bahubali 1 mm-hmm. you'll not enjoy it more similarly mm-hmm. with drishyam same mm-hmm. story gets built up even with your annual reports mm. <laughs> very good very good so i think it was peter lynch who said if you want to be a good investor you need to have a multidisciplinary thinking and and that is what you are exhibiting like you know in hotel management and then there are movies and you are bringing all your passions together uh, which is which is what it has to be uh, rahul some i'm i'm going to the financial statements and and, and uh, financial numbers do we have to read and calculate by ourselves or or you know i mean do we have to do that by ourselves or can we rely on portals like screener and uh, uh, money control uh, can can we depend on them you know you can always depend on uh, platforms like screener and money control and various others because usually all these platforms takes numbers from bse website directly so mm. i i can vouch for screener for sure and in fact mm. i have met both the founders of that particular platform myself so and i've seen their numbers are mostly 99% right the one person gap can come up from certain you know technical glitch coming in mm. between right and even if you want to reverify at any point of time you can actually look in the annual reports it would say the right numbers right so it's it's always better to have a recheck but every number every other ratio would be there on on these kind of platforms those are usually on the on the right direction 
wonderful uh, yeah screener has become uh, a pillar in that particular investing circle and investing analysis and journey as well uh, okay so i'm i'm reading through it you have talked about some of the cockroaches signals and the future and everything how can i improve my skills in understanding annual reports just start enjoying your annual reports you know when i started my own journey I, I, okay let, let me let me go back to my college days you know mm-hmm. i was a very poor reader myself mm-hmm. i never read any books in my school days i never Hard to believe read, and i never read any book even in my graduation days during my hotel management and even till first year of my mba i never read i used to simply say and i'll quote it in hindi you know agar mujhe itna padhna hai i would actually go ahead and read my school and college books than reading these kind of fictions right so that was my thought process but one day i read one book by warren buffet by chance that the book was on warren buffet right and that changed the whole concept mm. for me and this is where the whole thing started and then i started when i started looking at annual reports initially it is very difficult joseph you know those boring words those boring paragraphs which you don't understand financial jargons everything right but that's how you start improving day by day so these five things which i mentioned right it came up with certain understanding that, that i don't have to look everything into the annual reports i don't mm. have to read each page each word of that 300 page uh annual report i just need to identify few five things which i can understand and i can just focus on those mm. right so once you start reading an annual report you just need to see first what are you are interested in are you interested mm-hmm. in numbers if not perfect because numbers you can analyze from screener or money control right you just need to have the story coming in where mm-hmm. is the story lying the story lies in management discussion and analysis the story lies on the spend of csr spend or the salaries which are there, these guys are taking these few points or these few pages will give you a good insight rest is up to you if you can understand then it's perfect like as you rightly said uh, rahul when you start you don't know anything and then you slowly build up now what's your routine look like how long how much time you spend how much time you dedicate for reading through this analysis uh, how much time you dedicate to your own analysis after you have read and i'm sure you are also comparing with other companies also it's not just one company's ar that you read but you also read other companies in that particular industry or the vertical and then you kind of compare how long how much time do you dedicate what's your routine look like in this so there is no time limit for me to when i go ahead and read read any particular company right there have been instances that i have taken good 6 months and i have not invested in that particular company and there have been instances that i have just spent one week and i'm totally comfortable you know when you when you have invested almost 16 17 18 years it comes from for me at this stage it comes as a compounding effect even in my knowledge what are the things i need to look at what are the dots which i get need to connect it right but ideally i would say that you should actually spend around one one and a half month on a particular company because that's when you get to know fair idea you'll have a fair idea whether the business is going in the right direction what are the people talking about uh, uh, you know about it what are the analyst reports saying what are the other investors talking about it and then you can take a decision whether you want to go with the with those investors or you t- want to take in your independent decision lovely so you talked about 
not just the annual reports, but you also talked about what others investors talk about and everything. So in addition to reading through the annual reports, what complements studying this annual report? What other things that I can do uh, to understand the company? So I'll, I'll just take you through how I go ahead and look into a particular company from yes. stage one, right? So let's say I'll, I'll, I'll take one example and just it, this is just as an example, right? Mm-hmm. So I was recently studying Divi's lab and because I'm not a savvy registered analyst or investor, let me be very clear, any name of the company I'm talking about it just as an example. These yeah. are no recommendations to buy, sell or hold or anything, right? So I was looking to Divi's lab. I, I usually stay away from pharma industry, but this is one company mm-hmm. which caught my attention, mm-hmm. right? Now, when I looked at the numbers on screener, it looked very interesting to me. Then I looked, go ahead and check their uh, past performance in their profit and loss statements. I found mm-hmm. those numbers again interesting. Then comes the ratios, which are good. Then I go ahead and went their cash flows, which are again fantastic. Then I went ahead and checked their investors and what, what kind of investors are who have invested in this particular company. Then I go ahead and check all the details on annual report. So that becomes my second stage of my mm-hmm. right? When I'm comfortable with the annual report, then the, comes the last part of it. From screener to annual reports, from annual reports, there is another platform which I use, which is the value picker forum. Mm-hmm. Now this forum is of like-minded investors where you can ask questions, you can reply, and you can share your own insights also, right? So I always, check a company's, you know, what other investors, like-minded investors are talking, talking about that particular company. I go and read at least for six to eight months or up to an year, what other investors are saying about it. And that's where my, my mind starts to connect the dot, whether I should go ahead and then go for the valuation part or they, I just stop it here itself. Wonderful. Because at times there will be certain scenarios which you have missed from your own research. But yeah, other yes. give it their own perspective also. And you can be blindsided by your own biases as well, uh, either enthusiasm or the otherwise also. Absolutely. I mean, you have spent almost six months on a particular company <laughs> and then you have to decide that you're not going to invest. It's, it's difficult because you have invested your money, your time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you touched upon valuation. I know we are only talking about, you know, annual reports. I want to touch upon that valuation also. So, this all the process that you talked about going through the numbers and reading through the annual reports going through the value picker forum all of that reveals whether this particular company is a good company yes. that i want to invest and then and, and whether i want to hold and so on and so forth what indicates to you that this is the price i want to buy so what's that valuation again you know i mean it's again probably we should have a separate discussion for that but if you can touch upon shortly and give us a summary of that. Sure. Okay. Uh, for me, it's quite easy. And there's one specific reason behind it. Valuation is just a guidance for me. It's never a mm-hmm. you know, final answer. Because it's it's like an Excel file. Whatever, whatever number I key in, I get the output out of it. Right? Similarly, when I look in valuation, I just look at whether uh, the price to earning ratios are in control. I mean, it's not very high, going up to 60 or 100 or those kind of numbers. And if those things are settings at that high level, what is the reason behind it? Mm. Why the PE is so high? And is the industry PE high or low? So there, there comes mm. the comparison also. Mm. And I mm. always go ahead and check their uh, 
one very important thing which comes from their cash flow to net profits comparison so mm-hmm. i always check cash flow from operations to their net profits and the final numbers which comes for me would be is the company actually below 200 dma of their price so this is one okay. technical aspect which i checked but there's a True. one thing which i'll definitely look into it before uh, buying it before yeah. i go and buy even after that even after that, it's not necessary that i'll buy at that particular price i'll sit on it i'll mm. have my own decision but usually it it why it's easy for me joseph because i usually look into companies which are already sitting at 52 e- week low which is almost one year low right and if it's the business is like three year low for example hero on that currently if you check it it's almost around three to five year low why no so if you are already sit- looking at a company which is sitting at a mm. low valuation mm. don't have to mm. look at the valuation per se you look mm. on the business fundamentals you look futuristic growth why hero honda for example is sitting at a five year low is the future mm. price if it's yes then go ahead and buy it it's a no brainer at all wonderful you don't have to look into any excel file or do any valuation <laughs> very true very true yeah phil town he also talks about combining both the fundamental analysis like the, the the process that you explained but also finally the technical analysis to arrive at what price that we need to buy so your process seems like a merger of these two uh, things now okay so let's say for example i have done all of this analysis and i've started buying i i know that this is the price i need to buy and i've started buying it right. now there's a chance that it 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 increases right what do you do let's say for example you say okay this is a good company like you you talked about dv and uh, you talked about hero honda you started buying it and then it is going up i mean luckily let's say for example like now it is going up do you continue to buy at a higher price or you just say okay this is enough or or what's the price that you say okay you know this is the cut off okay so the cut off comes at 10% of my portfolio levels and that's the mm-hmm. investment amount not the portfolio well, level amount so if, for example if i'm investing 10 lakhs as a portfolio size and i'm in that particular company company i'll be investing 1 lakh rupee so that my, mm-hmm. becomes my cut off limit but when i start mm-hmm. investing joseph i'll only start with 40000 or a 50000 mm-hmm. not more mm-hmm. than that then mm-hmm. i'll wait it out for one month or two then i'll see if how it's performing if it's going down what is the reason behind it mm-hmm. and the reason is like just the market has crashed crash and no other reason behind it i'll put in more if the price is going up i need to know why it's going up if it's mm. performing the quarterly results are good the future prospects look bright i'll start keep buying more right but when i said earlier also i always keep a track of price to 200 dma mm. so if it's a great company and for some external reasons the price has fallen behind 200 dma i'll simply go ahead and buy just for mm. example bajaj finance right currently i was just looking at the numbers because quarterly numbers are fantastic right 27% growth but mm. analyst says the growth should have been 35% mm. because analysts were willing were expecting you know market market expectation was 35% the quarterly number came at 27% so is 27% bad no not at all but the price has fallen 10% because it has fallen 10% it is went below 200 dma mm. and if i am already invested 
in that scenario joseph i'll definitely go ahead and buy it but for that i really need to know why the price has fallen yes if i don't know that then it's better that i stay away and stay out of it wonderful uh, this has been very very educative uh, rahul you have been very generous as always i have seen this in your whatsapp groups and in our uh, discussions and personal discussions you have always been very generous to share your information and uh, your knowledge thank you so much uh, last question rahul where can people find you online how can they connect with you to to learn more from you okay uh, i am i'm uh, most i am available on most of the platforms but you can check my videos on youtube it would be okay. with the name of rahul johan biz biz rahul johan biz so you can catch me hold there and you, i'm available on linkedin facebook insta everywhere it has been a pleasure talking to you rahul thank you so much for your generosity thank you so much joseph i really enjoyed our conversation and i remember that when we met in uh, chandigarh also that that conversation was also fantastic so i really love to have word you know word, word with you thank you so much for your time i hope you enjoyed our conversations please share what you liked in our conversation and uh, tag us in the social media thank you have a life of wins